Welcome to a special episode of our Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity. For more information on the Rainmaker Multiplier process and a list of all podcasts in this series, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. Welcome, everybody. Excited to be joining you. I haven't been on a coffee break in a couple of weeks, was on vacation, so it's nice to be back in action here. And I've got two awesome, uh, I guess we call them baristas, joining me today. Uh, Mike Henderson is uh, joining from Lincoln Financial. And Luke, who uh, I guess everybody on this call has probably met both Mike and Luke at our events. They've been to many of them, but Luke is joining uh, broadcasting from his daughter's swim practice. So we appreciate the dedication in hopping on here uh, of course, from FNG. Uh, again, we've seen both of them speak on the stage at the Mastermind Collegiums, and I know many of you are probably working with them day in and day out. Um, you know, Lincoln and FNG are both, I'd probably say, two of our top three, two of our maybe top four companies at C2P, and uh, so many of you are, are giving them a great amount of business, and we appreciate that. So, welcome, guys. Hey, thanks, Dave. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Yeah, so, likewise. Thanks, Dave. Well, today uh, the the topic was turning up the the heat in the market right uh, now, and I certainly know there's no shortage of volatility. It's funny, right before this coffee break, we just did um, our investment meeting with all of our advisors uh, at either who work with Valor or who work with Prosperity Capital. And uh, BlackRock made some ad hoc tactical trades to the portfolio. And uh, surprise, surprise, their message was there is going to be no shortage of further volatility um, or end in any near-term sight to what's going on in the market right now. And I know it's a concern for a lot of our clients. And uh, I can't think of a better time, at least in the last six, seven, eight years, to have products that both Mike and Luke's company create for us to be able to use with our clients. Uh, just in the fixed income environment we're in right now, in the equity environment we're in right now, I mean, people are searching for safety that still has some upside participation. And, uh, and we're seeing caps and rates and performance options like, uh, I mean, Mike or Luke, what would you say? It's like 2000, uh, the last time I, I've seen rates this good were, were probably eight, nine years ago, it seems like. Um, so I'm sure you guys are you know, out there just crushing it right now and talking with a lot of advisors about the opportunities. Um, which one of you guys wants to go first? I guess I'd love to hear like, what are you hearing from advisors? What are you sharing with advisors? Where are people having success with your products? Um, Luke, one of the things I'd be, you know, really interested to hear just more feedback on is a follow-up to our mastermind collegium, uh, where Brian Rice was talking about the volatility control index and the 5% and the 10% and some of the performance options there. Mike, I know you guys are doing some awesome things with BlackRock, uh, to try to enhance client return in these products, as well as just having, a incredibly strong S&P 500 point to point. But, um, you know, how are you, how are you hearing advisors are positioning your stuff right now and where are people having the most success? I'll jump in and, and uh, Mike, I hope you don't mind me, me going yeah, go right it. after it here. 
Um, yeah, thank you. Well, hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, Luke Christensen here with F&G. Dave, Elaine, Lauren, everybody at C2P, thank you for having me. Um, really appreciate uh, you all having me on the call. I am broadcasting live here outside uh, from the great outdoors here in beautiful Des Moines, Iowa, outside my, my daughter's swimming lessons. So um, appreciate you guys staying with me here. So yeah, a couple things I'm noticing. Dave teed it up nicely. You know, there, there's no shortage of narrative right now when it comes to the markets and what's going on. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of talk about inflation, volatility, you know, rate rate hikes, et cetera. Um, our rates have gone up so many times this year. I've lost count. We just increased our S and P 500 caps um, just yesterday. In fact, so we've got up to an eight and a quarter percent cap on the S and P 500 with no downside risk, no fees uh, whatsoever. And that really complements our, like Dave said, our custom index portfolio. We're seeing a lot of people utilizing that. But what what I've noticed lately in my talks with our advisors is there's a lot of blending and diversification happening. Um, you know, I, I think that a lot of people have had a personal experience of either allocating to a strategy or picking something that just didn't pan out well. And, um, you know, we saw last year kind of an interesting year. Markets were up, but some of these indices weren't up. Um, we've, we've had some good luck with our indices having good growth. But what I'm noticing is an increased trend in diversifying your clients' portfolios within an index annuity product. So instead of just picking one crediting strategy, the S&P 500 monthly point-to-point, -point, for example, and hitting a home run with that, I'm seeing a lot of people blend it between a 5% ball control, a 10% ball control. Some are put, utilizing the fixed bucket today. Um, so I would just encourage you to take advantage of the multiple options that we offer on our products. Um, and for those right in that flex product, which has 10% free withdrawals based on initial premium instead of account value, which I know is absolutely crushing it for a lot of you right now. We just increased our S&P cap up to seven on that product with over 200% par rates to our custom indices. So um, now is as good a time as ever. Um, you know, a lot of narrative, a lot of story, but we've got a lot of uh, hope and a lot of good things going on the fixed side. Uh, and I hope you'll take advantage of some F&G products. If you're a new producer with F&G and you write your first policy, what, what were you saying you get there? If you write, uh, if, if you have not written with F&G, so you're a brand new advisor to F&G, we'll prorate our compensation bonus plan. So just to get the extra 30 bips, instead of doing 2 million, you'd have to do 1 million if you got a plan to that. Nice, nice. So we'll have Caleb uh, follow up with uh, information on that too. And, and Luke, a couple of things just before I turn it over to Mike. Um, one of the things that, it's actually funny, Jason Smith and I were talking about this last week. And so which is, what, what's like the core product at F&G people are writing right now that has that eight and a quarter S&P and the 10% uh, the volatility control that Brian Rice, remind me the name of it again, the, the, the volatility control index that he helped design. So it's actually two different products. So the eight and a quarter S&P caps on accumulator plus, um, the, the product that Brian helped us with is the power accumulator. So that's the difference between the two. The power accumulator doesn't offer those core S&P 500 offerings. That one's just a custom index where you can have a 5% ball control, a 10% ball control. And that one's actually our most popular product today. And it's a 60-40 blend, 60 into equity, 40% into the fixed uh, bucket. So that, that's been our number one selling product for about a year now. And that's the power accumulator product.
Gotcha. So what Jason and I were talking about is, you know, I think learning a story is really important. Like I know um, in his office um, and, and, you know, Brian Bibbo's done this with the Lincoln contract. I know he's one of the top Lincoln writers, but like learning and resonating with that story of that 10% volatility control at the end of the day, what really stood out to me when Brian Rice and I were talking about this is with an indexed annuity, you're buying portfolio insurance in the first place. So at the end of the day, you want to invest in the most volatile asset because that's what's going to drive you know, these bigger upside returns. You might get a couple more zeros throughout a 10-year period, but if you have a few big years in there, you're going to overall average a better return. And so I would highly recommend take a look at that product, learn that crediting method, the story behind it, and look at the past performance. I think it speaks for itself in terms of delivery. If you do want more of a traditional S&P type of approach, look at the, uh, you said it was the Accumulator Plus product and eight and a quarter. Yeah. I mean, that's an amazing op upside potential. And then last but not least, what we were talking about is, you know, most of you all know we've been big believers of, you know, funding the least amount of money in the annuity in the soon bucket for the 10% withdrawals of the initial deposit. But if you use a contract that has 10% withdrawals of the account value, you have to put a little bit more money in the annuity to get that same income stream like in year six, seven, eight, or nine with the depleting account value. But again, one of the things our team was internally talking about is that's an expensive feature for an insurance company. Now, when I say expensive, I'm not talking about they apply a fee to the product or anything like that. We know the products don't have a fee, but look at what Luke just shared with you. They have two products at the same company. Product number one, the Flex Accumulator, allows a 10% withdrawal of the initial deposit, but it has a cap of 7%, right, on the S&P 500 versus the accumulator plus is 10% of the account value, but it has an eight and a quarter percent cap on the S&P 500. That's pure product pricing. That's partly the cost of that 10% of the initial withdrawal. So you might as an advisor say, hey, I'm okay putting a little more money in the indexed annuity so that I take 10% of the account value to get those higher rates and more upside, particularly if you think the stock market is going to be downward or sideways for the next few years, at least you have the indexed annuity, zero is your hero story with an eight and a quarter cap overfunded a little bit. But if you like the story of putting the least amount of money in the annuity for the 10% withdrawals of the initial deposit, well, then the cost to the client is a little bit lower cap, which is why you see that 7%. And so we've actually started to see a lot of our advisors in this environment move from products that are 10% of initial deposit as a penalty-free withdrawal to 10% of the account value as a penalty-free withdrawal just overfunding the annuity a little bit because the performance upside could be that much better. I mean, 7% versus eight and a quarter. And I know Mike, your products are all 10% of the account value. And I remember when Lincoln 
had incredible rates right before this whole big downward movement in rates. That was what Brian Bibbo and JL Smith Group really started to do. And I think they wrote like 20 or 30 million with you guys in like 18 months. But they started using your product, the OptiBlend 10 in the soon bucket and just overfunding it a little bit because the performance on the upside was, was there. And so, you know, I love the both stories of it. I think they both work. It's just your preference as the advisor. Do you want potentially higher returns with a little more money in the annuity, which at the end of the day might not be a bad thing in an incredibly volatile market because of that annual reset feature, which I still think gets overlooked by advisors more than everything, right? That annual reset is if the market's at a thousand and it drops to 900, you don't have to get back to 1,000 to start making money again on an anniversary. 900 is your new value. And if it goes up to 990, that's a 10% return, right? So that conversation is so important. But Mike, I know you guys, and we've been seeing a lot of business flow into Lincoln. I think you were one of the first carriers in this rising interest rate environment to start aggressively raising caps and rates up to uh, really competitive levels. Uh, what's going on uh, over at Lincoln? Uh, I know we just got back, or a bunch of our advisors did from your incentive trip in California. I heard it was amazing. You guys had like the Eagles playing there, um, which is mind boggling, but, but what's going on from a product side and, uh, and, and where you're seeing premium flow and how people are using the product? Yeah, thanks, Dave. Um, yeah, to your point earlier, we're extremely excited to see rates back. Uh, to your point, it's been quite a while since we've been in this rate environment. Uh, I get asked, you know, quite, you know, quite often, you know, well, where would you allocate? And, you know, my answer right now is with the pricing that you're seeing across the board, I mean, we got caps, you know, approaching 9% in the S&P, got fixed rates as high as 4%, and then the volatility pricing. Um, I think to Luke's point earlier, you know, no one wants to be wrong. So diversification is key. Uh, you got a lot of great options, use it. So we are seeing uh, some pretty good diversification across a lot of the strategies, uh, whether it's traditional S&P or a little bit in the fixed or you know, in the BlackRock for the international exposure. Um, I think that really represents some uh, great opportunity there. Um, you know, as far as a lot of the conversations that we're having on a day-to-day -day basis uh, in Nashville, I hit on the Market Intel Exchange document that we have. It is does not mention the word annuity or uh, product at all. It's all client approved, and uh, we have quite a few financial professionals that are having success just picking a slide or two and uh, getting it out there to engage clients in conversations that are going to lead to protection. Uh, you know, if you look back a year ago, we were a lot more. Uh, concentrated in our conversations related to FIA. Right now, with all the risks going on in the market, whether it's inflation, the 60-40, maybe not performing the same over the next 10 years as it did the last 10 years, um, you know, just a number of the risk out there, uh, I think you could really take that conversation uh, in a lot of different directions. Built on the foundation of the award-winning bucket plan process, Clarity to Prosperity's proven processes, training, and coaching can help you increase your revenue. If you are a growth-minded, independent financial advisor, you qualify for a free copy of the bucket plan book. Go to claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer to get your free book today. 
That's clarity2prosperity.com forward slash offer. Awesome. The other thing that I see a big value in too is, you know, with this environment and, and I think both F&G and Lincoln bring some different uh, values to the policy. Again, I like the volatility control index that uh, Luke was talking about and that Brian spoke about as a 10%. I like obviously the high caps on the S&P 500 that both have, but Mike, I think Lincoln is a little bit higher on that end right now in the BlackRock index. But taking policies, if it's a large enough policy, if you're writing a quarter million dollars, split it 50-50, throw a quarter million, you know, 125 at each. I know it's a pain in the app, pain in the butt with two policies, two applications. It's a little easier with Firelight these days. Um, but at the end of the day, I think you bring a diversified mix too to some of those crediting strategies that both Lincoln and F&G are able to bring to the table. I think you know if if you weren't set on one company or the other, um, it's not a bad approach to do, especially especially for bigger policies. I wrote uh, like a $500,000 annuity uh, more recently, and the, the client was concerned about putting more than a quarter million dollars with any one company. Like that's just a perfect example to utilize, you know, the best of breed of both of these companies right here, which in my personal opinion, I think are, are two of the top products in the entire industry right now that we should all be taking a serious look at. So um, again, if you if that's an option for you, a little bit more work on our end as an advisor for the applications and the process and everything, but some clients might appreciate it in this environment. So uh, let's go ahead and open it up. We have about 10 minutes here. We have a group of advisors on. I know you guys are writing a ton of, uh, of uh, annuity business and these products. Uh, we're seeing our pending business get to some of the highest levels that we've ever seen. And I think if there was ever a time, right, we we know there's a lot of volatility, but I mean, from one month ago to today, the market's up about five or 6%. So, you know, if our clients, it, one of the things that I'm talking about with my clients is like, if you weren't comfortable with this level of volatility, now could be a good time to take some of that volatility off the table. We've now seen one of these short-term rebounds, you know, we're up, S&P's up about five to 6% from just 30 days ago to today. Maybe it's a good time to look at reallocating and taking a little bit of risk off the table. And so again, there's a good chance it could drop further from here. We just don't know. But I also look at like the opposite. If you took some fixed income risk off the table a month ago, and you allocated it to either one of these strategies 30 days ago, your clients are probably up about four or 5% in their indexed annuity right now. Whereas if they were sitting in bonds still, they'd be up less than 1%. Because remember, we're moving that fixed income to something that now has equity correlation. And again, 30 days ago, the market was about 5% lower. Today, the market's about 5% higher. You know, you would be on, on either one of these products, maybe 5% into an 8% cap. Now we know it could fall throughout the rest of the year, but in my opinion, that's still better odds than sitting in bonds, uh, just waiting on the Fed to decide what they're going to do. And if they're bluffing, if they're aggressive, it's going to be a 75 basis point increase, 100 basis point. 
you know, it just starts to bring a little more certainty to the table. So let's go ahead and open it up. Any questions, comments, observations for either of these two guys or for the group in general? That's part of the purpose of these coffee breaks is just pure collaboration. Anything anybody is struggling with? Anything that you're hearing from clients? Um, hey, Dave. Yep. Hey, it's George Davis here. How you doing? Um, I'm struggling with a couple of clients that were in Lincoln contracts that they did a couple of years ago that had like, you know, five and a quarter caps. And now they're seeing the new contracts with like eight plus percent caps and they get the renewal letter and the renewal is like 5%. And they're like, the Fed has raised rates. Why is my rate dropping when new people are getting eight and a quarter? Can anybody address that? Yeah, so I, there's a couple, Mike, I'll let you address that because it's specifically to Lincoln, but I will say too, and George, you, I know you were in Greece, you missed it. I'd probably rather be in Greece also. Yeah. We did our mastermind collegium and we had the some of the head actuaries from Allianz Life and from PAC Life addressing this exact issue because this is not a Lincoln problem. It's not an F&G problem. It's an indexed annuity issue because of, when, when a client of ours purchases an indexed annuity, they're buying a bond portfolio at that time you know, for that block of business. And so when you're buying an indexed annuity today, you're buying it at new money rates. It's just like if the client bought a 10-year CD two years ago, what would the rate be on that 10-year CD? It would be pretty low, right? And so... Mike, go ahead and, and you know you can address it again. And Luke, you probably have intel on this because we're seeing it all day long. I mean, all the indexed annuities that we all wrote a year, two, three years ago have the same internal issue. But at the time, I always look at two things. The first thing I say is, what would our alternative have been? Had we left that money in the stock market two years ago or a year ago, what would it be worth today? Had we left that money in the bond market a year or two years ago, what would that be worth today? And the answer is it would be down 10% to 20%. So while your cap is renewing at five, a 5% 5 cap with protection on the downside is better than having it being left in the market at negative 10 or negative 20. But, but Mike or Luke, any of you that want to jump on this and add any additional commentary? Yeah, I'll chime in on that, Dave. So yeah, you know, when the client purchases the annuity, the insurance company is going to buy a you know group of bonds to match that duration in the general account. And that's where the coupon each year is coming from. So it's not renewing at new money rates. I know that can be a tough conversation with clients, especially if they're looking at, you know, where new money rates are a couple of years later. But I think it's a great opportunity to remind the client of, you know, at the time you purchased it look at how much more competitive this, you know, those rates were compared to other alternatives in the market at that time. And, you know, you were ready to move. We take advantage of pricing at the current, you know, time that they purchased it. Imagine if you waited on the sidelines side and factored in, a, you know, like a zero into the returns for the next couple of years while you were waiting for rates to go up, you still wouldn't be in a better situation, right? That's a great point too, Mike. If, if they had the crystal ball and they moved to cash two years ago, that would have been two years of zeros also. So you have to factor that into the 10-year contract. The other thing I'll say, George, and something that I do, 
I'm moving 10% penalty free withdrawals out. I'm dollar cost averaging back into the market um, and kind of using that as an alternative, you know, to start diffusing and taking advantage of either better rates somewhere else or, you know, averaging them slowly back into the market too, which is an option. But uh, Luke, you have anything to kind of add? Because I know you're probably hearing it as well. Yeah, you know, the one other thing I'd like to just expand on that you mentioned, Dave, is kind of the what if part of that question. Like, what if I left my money in stocks or what if I left that money in bonds? And this is this is a trend that I'm noticing a lot of our advisors do. And maybe some of you do this already. But wouldn't it be kind of a decent opportunity for you to communicate your value add to your clients right now in a time where the market's going down and a time of uncertainty into what you're doing by allocating a portion of their assets into a protected product. You know, I've seen people refer to it in different ways. Contact me today using like social media or whatever on how the retire shield can, you know, help you, you know, we're, our clients are only down, you know, X percent year to date when the market's down 15% year to date. So I'm seeing a trend of advisors that are utilizing index annuities. And because the markets are down, they're communicating their value add to their clients because you know they're not putting all of their clients' money clearly into equity, they're protecting a portion of it. Therefore, the overall rate of return is not down so far as much. So anyway, maybe you guys do this already, and maybe you have your own way of doing it. But I thought, you know, man, that's that's a great opportunity for you in a down market to really blast out your value add by offering index products today. Yeah, absolutely. And then I also think there's, you know, some sense of just, you know, appropriate benchmarking too, right? Like I'd be tickled pink for a 5% cap on the S&P 500 as a fixed income alternative. When, if I look at the numbers on the Barclay Global Aggregate Bond Index, it's down 16.28% over the last year. It's had annualized returns over the last three years of negative 3.31. Over the last five years, it's had annualized returns of negative 0.86. And over the last decade, it's broken even now. It's had 0% annualized returns. If you put, put $100,000 into the Barclays Global Aggregate Bond Index 10 years ago, Today, it would be worth $99,963 if you didn't charge a fee on it. So again, as a fixed income alternative, I mean, a 5% cap is irrelevant if you're proxying it to the right asset class. Now, if they thought they were buying it to outperform equities or the stock market, and George, I know that's not the case with you. I know how you do planning. Um, but I'm just saying if they did, they might be disappointed with a 5% cap. But if they're proxying it to fixed income, a 5% cap is blowing away returns on a fixed income portfolio right now. So... That was an awesome question, though, George. I appreciate you bringing that up because it is something we're all dealing with. I mean, some of the, the, the products that we wrote two years ago and where the caps and renewals are at, it's, it's something we need to now navigate as advisors. We protected them. We did a great job with all the information we had two years ago. And now we need to figure out how we can put those dollars to work, looking at the crediting methods inside of them. You know, I know um, Allianz, for example, 
They've added their ER indices to a lot of their enforced policies because their rates at renewal are really terrible, but the ER indices have a little bit more pricing flexibility. They just did an FMO call last week. They said, get out and tell all your advisors, reallocate to the ER indices and out of the old ones. So if you have Allianz policies, these are ways, continue to work with our team, work with Kirsten, work with Caleb, work with Eric. They can help you think through these crediting strategies. I know Henderson and Luke are always available for calls. Um, these, these guys and, and ladies know these products and these strategies. They know what the rates are. They know what the renewals are. Uh, they're going to be able to help you navigate these. But um, at the same time, what a great environment for new money going in to be able to help reduce volatility, provide downside protection and you know, great upside participation if and when we do experience that rebound. So we are right at the top of the hour. I appreciate both you guys joining us. Mike is broadcasting from Portugal and Luke is broadcasting from his swim, swim lesson. So awesome dedication just shows how much these guys are here to help you with your business. And uh, go enjoy your day. I appreciate it. Thanks everyone for being here with us. Remember there's some awesome training upcoming. Bucket Plan 1.0, we have four spots left. I was just told in August. Bucket Plan 2.0 in September is me and Brian Bibbo teaching it. We're sharing exactly how we position this stuff with clients. One-liners, verbiage, overcoming objections. I saw Brian's numbers last week. He did over $4 million of business just last week. And I think he was on vacation for two days of it or something. So come check out, register. It's going to be in Cleveland at our home office. It'll be great to get together. But you don't want to miss both of those trainings. Uh, if you haven't been through 1.0, check it out. Uh, recently, check it out. If you haven't been through 2.0 or haven't been through in the last year or so, all kinds of great new stuff. And uh, Bibbo and myself instructing that. We kicked Jason out. He'll sit in as an attendee. So look forward to seeing everyone at those different trainings we have upcoming. Interested in learning more about the topics discussed today? We want to know more about your challenges and priorities and how we can help build your custom roadmap to success. That's right, a custom roadmap built just for you. Schedule a free 20-minute consultation with one of our business development partners. Visit c2pe.info forward slash podcast to schedule a time that's good for you. That's c2pe.info forward slash podcast.